Hey, Allison, before we start this week, I was really excited and I want to talk about our new sponsor, audible.com. You can now go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get a free 30-day trial membership to audible.com on us. So uh, audible.com is great. It's a great place to get best-selling audiobooks. They now have podcasts, everything. Yeah, I'm a car listener, so this is great. I can just download it and listen to books and audio things in my car. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Now on to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some stories with you about our life and our work and what we do uh, because we're both married and we own a business together. It's not very common, is it? No, not at all. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it is. I think in our circle, we run into more people than most because we do a lot of networking and interact with a lot of other business owners. Well, I think you have a lot of times where you have people who don't even realize they're married with a business. Right. Because you don't necessarily have to work in the business together to be married with a business. This is very, very true. So, Craig, how was your week? It was, uh, you know what? It was it was a good week. It, it, things are busy. Work is busy. The kids in school and trying to manage all of that is busy. And I was super happy this week that on Saturday and Sunday, we stayed home. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't have anywhere to go. We didn't have any family obligations. So we got some stuff done around the house. We did some yard work. We cleaned up uh, at least a quarter of our property, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Let's go with a quarter. A quarter makes me feel good. You can't tell that we did anything. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we can tell that we did something. I don't think other people would notice. But we got the giant pile of loam that was sitting in our driveway out of the driveway. And we cut down some low-hanging branches and stuff. Tried to do some of that winter prep. And I think over the next couple of weeks. And then on top of that, I mean, we really... You and I did a pretty decent job of this weekend kind of just relaxing and not trying to overdo it as well. Yeah, trying to. Trying to. Well, you were kind of forced into it after you did all the work on Saturday. You couldn't really move on Sunday. I was a little sore. I was a little sore on Sunday. I will will admit that. So, but it was good for me. Yeah, it's nice. It was nice to have some downtime here. I'm also enjoying the fact that the boys aren't in as many things this year. So every day but one, we come home after school, it, which is really nice. I feel like it's less chaotic going through our week. Well, and I think that's, we've we've gotten so used to everything being so chaotic and so go, go, go all the time. You take them after school to this, you know, practice or event or meeting or appointment And now we don't really have any of that. Right. Well, we were going for like if they had gymnastics or something at 345, we'd leave school, go to the library to do homework, then go to the place, then come home. And now we just come home and it's so nice. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been really nice, which is kind of leads me into one of the things that I wanted to talk about this week on the show, which was about like cherishing the moment, taking a breath and cherish the time and the thing that you're having and make it a memory instead of fast forwarding through life as, as much as possible. It's, it's one of the reasons you and I, every week on the show, we start out with our little tales from home and what made us happy this week or what's going on in our lives. It just allows us to sit and reflect on what's happening. Yeah. So, um, to like today, 
we had time to, the boys practiced rollerblading and roller skating in the driveway in after school. And it was really nice because we were home at two o'clock in the afternoon to do that. Yeah. And I think that we, and this is, this goes with everything being less fast paced this year because of the COVID and not as many things are happening or going on. I think with things being a little less fast paced, it allows you to take a step back and enjoy all of those little things. Enjoy that 45 minutes or half hour with your kids after school and not feel like you're running from school to appointment to get home and feed them. Let's get the homework done. Okay, now it's bedtime and we just got to start and do it all over again tomorrow. Well, and so you came home and I we I immediately said to you, hey, let's go for a hike. Super last minute. But you had stuff that you still needed to do. How did you feel you were able to balance the wanting to do the family stuff last minute, but still having work that you needed to do. Right. So I, you know, I want to, I want to go. I mean, we have a, we have a, not more than five, 10 minutes from our house. We have a great little natural preserve to be able to go and hike and enjoy. And, um, so I took a few minutes to just write. I said, give me like 10 minutes. Let me go write these emails. Let me go sum up a couple of things that I need to get done. And then I made a list of things that I was going to have to do when I got back from the hike. Um, but then we, I sent those emails and I was like, okay, let's get in the car and go. And it was nice. Usually I feel like you'd be super annoyed if I did that though. Well, I think that's, I think that's you putting that on me. I think that I, I'm necessarily not annoyed. I think sometimes it's trying to find that balance of the things you have to get done versus the things that you want to do. And I knew that I had three emails to people that I had to reply to this afternoon. I had to get those emails out to people because they've been waiting to hear back from me. And so it's partially learning to kind of triage at the mo- in the moment, and you know, what is the thing that I have to deal with today? And what's the thing that, okay, I'll deal with it tomorrow or I'll deal with it, you know, at six o'clock this evening or whatever it is. And so, and it's also making that decision of knowing that there were things in my head that when I got back home, I was like, oh, I got to get these 10 things done for various organizations or whatever. I've got to get these 10 things done. So I was going to do them right when I got home and then we'd have dinner and we'd be done for the evening. Instead, I made the decision of, all right, well, let me do three things that I have to get done. Let's go for our hike. And then when I get back from the hike, I'll while you make dinner, I'll do these other seven things. So when people die or get sick, they very rarely say that they wish that they had worked more. Right. How are now that we're almost or we are middle aged and we're in that spot of life where people tend to overwork, how do you feel like you're finding ways to cherish those moments? Well, I think it's funny. I think that I've gotten or we've gotten as a family and as a couple and as business owners to a point where we can control our time a little bit better. And so it's more about making decisions in the in the moment about, well, this is what's important now or this is what I'd like to do now. And it's it's understanding the balance of that because I think that you have to be careful when you say that. You have to be careful saying, well, I want to go for a hike and I want to go all the time. I guess I'll not go to work today and I'll just go hiking. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. But we've been given the opportunity now with the growth of our business and how we manage our lifestyle and how we've managed our our home finances and how we've managed our work finances and where we are with everything that we now can afford the opportunity a lot of times to make those memories. Well, and I think it's a matter of also knowing what we value where what our goals are, what we value, and how we want to spend our time, and understanding that 
because we own our own business and it's not nine to five, we choose to go do an afternoon hike, but we'll make that time up somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that even when, and I don't think it, 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 it and I, I, maybe I was wrong when I said there, it has nothing to do with money. I don't think, I think it has to do with time. I mean, even when we were younger and we didn't have as much money as we have now. You make it sound like we have money. I know, right. Uh, when we didn't have the, we didn't have money to afford the opportunities that we can have now versus back then where we couldn't afford to go away for a weekend. So we had to make plans differently. Now, if we wanted to go away for a weekend, we can. I think there's, it's, it's that balance of trying to remember that what you're building with your business is important. And that's what sustains the lifestyle that you have, that you want, the life you want to live. And you have to be realistic about those two. You can't say, well, I want to be a millionaire and sit at my beach house at Malibu, you know, seven months out of the year. Well, that's not going to work. I mean, it works for some people if you're a famous actor or whatever it might be, you hit the lottery. But I think being a business owner and having the opportunity to afford yourself the time and have the money to go do things, you need to balance making sure you create those moments for you and your family, going away for a long weekend or going for a hike when you get home an hour early in the afternoon. You need to create those moments, but you also need to balance them with you still need to get work done and make money. Right. So we live in a society that's very social media heavy. Um, We're on social media um, personally with our business. But I feel like sometimes people are clicking so many photos to show other people what a great time they're having that they're not engaging in having that time. Well, I think people also need to remember that when you what you see online, what you see on Facebook is not necessarily reality. I was yelling at my kids five minutes before that, telling them to be quiet and smile, look happy like we like each other. Yeah, so and it's absolutely the truth. And, I, and I'm, uh, I don't know about the social media side of it, but I'm definitely, when it comes to like, taking pictures and trying to capture moments. Um, I'm definitely very guilty of that sometimes. Like sometimes I find myself being outside of the moment trying to capture it with a camera. And I'm photography is a hobby of mine. I enjoy taking pictures. You take some great pictures. I appreciate that. Thank you. I I think that that's part of it. And so there's that balance of like, okay, is it am I am I enjoying myself taking pictures or would I rather have more fun if I was doing the, you know, flying the kite on the beach, to use an example. So I think that, you know, there is that part, though, where social media has, as great as it can be for some things, can also be detrimental on the other side of things. Right. I think that, like, there are times when we, I go out with my group of friends or we go out with the boys and I'm conscious of the fact that we're not taking any pictures. And I think to myself, well, that's okay. I don't have to have a group picture of the girls to show that I have a group of friends. Well, and I can tell you one, I can tell you one moment in our, in our lives that I cherish a lot. Um, but we have no photographs of, which is in 2005, we won a very large award for our company. Um, we won one of the top 50 remodelers in the, in the country, um, to do, you know, building residential remodeling. And so we got to travel to Washington, D.C. And oddly enough, your your parents were friends with the person, a- Andrew Card, who was the chief of staff for President George Bush at, Bush at the time. So your parents connected with them. At the time, Allison, you and I were super into a television show called The West Wing. 
on NBC and kind of still are to this day. They still are. Yeah, we still watch it. I mean, we've probably watched it 10 times through, if no, 300 times through. Um, so we were, so uh, Mr. Card, you know, generously invited all of us to come to the White House and get a tour and sit down and meet with him in his office. So we got to go into the West Wing and we got to walk around and see these offices and these things that you and I have like built up and seen or like thought we had seen on TV. It looks nothing in real life like it looks on TV, by the way. And that whole time I had a digital camera with me carrying it around in my pocket. Back then we didn't have cell phones that took pictures uh, and carrying a digital camera around with me. And we walk out and we were walking down to go out the gates on the West Wing. And I go, Guys, we didn't take any pictures. We didn't get any pictures. We didn't take any pictures with Mr. Card. We didn't take any pictures in front of the White House. It was so like outside the gate of the the security gate. You turned around and we took one picture of you alone. Yeah, it's like a selfie of my head with the West Wing behind us. And what's what I bring that up is is that that is a moment that I will never forget in my life that I will cherish, you know, walking through the West Wing, sitting in Mr. Card's office, seeing the Rose Garden out his window, like all of that stuff. I will cherish the rest of my life. And I have no I did not take the time to have any photographs or anything. But that's because you were in the moment. You were right. experiencing it. Right. So, you know, there's the, you can still cherish it, even though you don't have a picture of it. Exactly. You can still cherish it, even though you, you don't have a picture of it. Allison, one thing that I, it's always interested me is something that I don't do, but you you do, um, and still to this day, not as much as you used to, I, I would imagine, but journaling. A lot of people take, a, when they have something special happen in their lives, they take a moment either at the end of the day or whenever and write in a journal. Uh, talk to a little bit about like what that accomplishes for you. I feel like I should journal more because I've been listening to some podcasts and articles and talking about how journaling helps you like work through your thoughts and feelings and ideas. Um, I went through this phase though, where I felt like if I write it down, I have to admit that I felt it. So I stopped. So I stopped doing that. But I do have a journal and I try to write down when they're like major events because I think back about like your grandfather's journal that we read that we've looked through and like his experiences through the war and he wrote down how things were and it means a lot to future generations to know how, how people were thinking and feeling and acting through crisis and through even just day-to-day living so especially during covid like once or twice i've sat down i've written down what's been happening for our family. Um, And it does make you feel better sometimes, though. And it also helps you go back and remember the details. One thing that I do for our boys is on or around their birthday every year, I write them a letter. And it kind of talks about the major highlights of what was happening in their life that year um, and kind of like what's also going on in the world. So that when they're older, we can remember different stages of their lives of what we cherished about them and what we did as a family that year and what in the details in more detail so that um, if I'm not here or you're not here when they get older, they have a link to that past and that fa- and that, you know, family memories. I, I agree. And I think journaling to you in a lot of ways is what photography is to me, which is I feel like when you have a memory, then we all have millions and billions of memories from our childhood through adolescence and all the way through adult being adults. And I think sometimes those memories get blurry, they fade, 
And some, I, I look at things like writing it in a journal or taking a photograph or a video or something. Um, I feel like those are ways to help it not fade as much and help keep that memory fresh or more fresh in your mind. So, so we heard my story about going to the West Wing. What's a moment that you cherish? One thing I do every night with our boys is we often take turns putting the boys to bed, but I cherish bedtime with them. And somewhere along the way, when I was first having kids, I I picked this up as to find a time during the day to like really connect with the kids and find a safe spot for them. So I do it at bedtime. So we read our story and then I ask them every day something that made them happy because I want to get them in the habit of always finding something good, even if there's a bad, something bad. And then I ask them if there's anything that they want to talk about to try and create a safe space that they'll always know at bedtime if I need to talk about something, I can. And then we sing. But tonight, I like when you did our oldest son tonight, you were in and out so fast. And I was thinking, this is such my happy, quiet time with them. It's one-on-one time with them. It's quiet. It's no matter how stressed and how busy I've been, I've always, since we've, for the last nine years, tried to make bedtime that like cherished moment time because then they go to bed and I'm like, oh, I love them so much. I'm so glad they're, but I'm so glad they're in bed. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's funny cause it's, it's, that's spilled onto me. So when I put, you know, one of our children to bed, I always say, well, tell me something that made you happy today. Um, and it's also oddly enough, it's also kind of spilled into our office as well and work because every week when we have our weekly production meeting, our team, our, our full team meeting, one of the questions you start most meetings with is tell me something good. Tell me something good. Every week we ask, we ask them, tell us something good. Tell us something good that happened to you. Right. This week. It could be at work. It could be home, whatever, but I'm trying to get them into a positive mindset because sometimes we only focus on the negative. Right. And there are a couple people that I, I say to them, I ask the same question every week. You got to start coming prepared. You can't tell me you don't know. Well, you know, you know, we're going to ask this question at the beginning of every meeting. You got to have something good before you come to the meeting. I saw um, in one of my feeds today, there was a quote and I should have pulled it up, but it said, um, optimism is a choice. You've got to practice it. Right. Like, so you can choose to be optimistic or you can choose to be pessimistic. It's all about how you look at it. Right. Absolutely. So I think a couple of action items coming out of this week are obviously cherish every moment. And and if you're in a team meeting with your company or maybe you're at home with your family, if it's at the dinner table or if it's putting your kids to bed at night like we do, ask them to tell that, tell you something good that happened to them or something that made them happy. It's a, it's a good way to have them and you be reflective about a moment. Yeah. The other, the other thing you could do is just take a moment out of your day and stop for a second and think about you and something that's made you happy and that you've cherished. So and you can write it in your journal so you can remember it later. Start a journal, take we'll take a picture, not too many pictures, but you could take a picture too. So definitely just take a second and enjoy life a little bit. Don't let the craziness of everything that's going on in the world steamroll you over. Take a second and remember the good things on, on day when you can. 
what are you listening to this week? So I've been listening to StoryBrand by Donald Miller. The StoryBrand framework is an approach to connect with your customers that provide a competitive advantage. He kind of, the book kind of walks you through revealing secrets that can help your customers understand the benefits of your company, the products and ideas and service. And it kind of talks a lot about how to build a better and more effective message where you take yourself out of the hero role and really shows you how to project why people should work with you and how you can help them. And it's kind of a way to transition your communication style with people. And it's been really exciting and interesting to listen to and think about our business and how we're going to talk about what we do and how we help people differently. Yeah, it's, it's actually interesting. You and I had gone through this a little bit before COVID had started, we'd found Donald, Donald Miller, I don't know, about a year ago or less, and started following StoryBrain and getting into it. And we were like really on point and really working on changing our message, you know, to make it more effective on our websites and brochures and social media and anything that we do creating uh, content with to, to, you know, to connect with our clients or customers. And and then COVID hit and I think that kind of slowed us down. So I'm, I'm kind of glad to see us getting kind of back on the Donald Miller train, if you will. Yeah. So originally I'd read the hard book. So this time I got onto audible.com and downloaded the audiobook so that I can listen to it again and revisit what we've been um, listening, what we've been talking about. And that's great because our listeners now can go and download and listen to that book on audible.com for free. All they have to do is visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. You get free 30 days to Audible. It's great. I mean, I love it. And the cool thing about Audible now is they've just come up with Audible Prime, which is there's a bunch of books that are free now, just thousands and thousands of books that are free. If it's a, there's books about sales, there's fiction, nonfiction, you know, biographies. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's let me download things I didn't think I might want to use my Audible credits on just to check them out and see if it's something I'd be interested in. And and the other cool thing about Audible that I, I like too, is the fact that our credits roll over. So like if you don't order a book that month or use your credits up that month, they just keep building up, building up. So um, definitely check it out. Visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried for free 30 days for Audible. Allison, who do we got for a follower shout out this week? I wanted to give a Maven's World a shout out at a Maven's World. Um, their mission is to provide a web-based platform which evokes emotional connection, motivates, inspires, and guides individuals to improve their lifestyle in fashion, health, beauty, and social events. So uh, thanks for following us. You could follow them at a Maven's World or amavensworld.com. Yeah, definitely check it out. A great, great follow. All right, everybody. And oh, and don't forget, if you want to be uh, featured as a f- listener or follower shout out, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at bizmarried, or you can find us on Facebook, Married with a Business. You just follow us, you listen, you like, you subscribe. Maybe you'll be shout you maybe you'll get a shout out on the show. So check it out. We really appreciate it. Allison, I hope you had a good week. I hope you have a good week coming up. And everything is you take a moment and reflect and cherish. Cherish this moment that we're doing this podcast. I cherish it every week. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget, find us online. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook at BizMarried. Don't forget to tell your friends to listen, like, and describe. And remember, it's not only important to focus on your business, but it's also important to focus on your marriage because we're married with a business. Thanks everybody. Have a great week. 